Tov. As always, we thank our series sponsors for the year of 10 Minutes of Meaning, Chani and Lenny Grunstein, in memory of Chani's father, Mr. Aaron Tambor, Aaron Ben Yitzchak, whose neshama, Sharav and Aliyah. We are studying Mesilis Sharm together and charting a path of how to live our best lives, how to live every day to its fullest, how to fulfill and continue to pursue our greatest potential. We're in the 11th chapter with the Ramchal, Ramosha Chaim Lutzato has been inspiring us with the quality of Nikias, the capacity to purge from our repertoire, to purge from our habits and behavior, those things which are self-destructive, which sabotage our success. Not to even need to confront and not to have to battle those temptations and appetites, but to simply wake up and instinctively and intuitively mold and shape ourselves to do the right thing. And in this context, Ramchal has been reminding us about the importance of being honest, about integrity in business, about every moment we owe our employee or our customer or our client, every ounce of energy we're supposed to bring the best version of ourselves to all that we do, to not bring our exhaustion and our distraction and our obligations and our responsibilities. And he therefore quotes the references, the Gemara that tells us that rove, most people violate Gezal, steal every day. We'd never put our hand in someone else's pocket. We'd never break into someone else's home. And yet, if we are ruthless in our competitiveness, if we advertise or market inaccurately, if we are dishonest in reporting or billing to our clients, then we've stolen. We've outright stolen from them. I'll tell you an extraordinary question I got last week. I don't know the person who called and asked, but they're trying to track down the following. They said that there was a corporation, a business that closed in the 90s. Anyone remember service merchandise? They remember once, I don't know why the conscience kicked in now, but they remembered they once got too much change from service merchandise. And they've been trying for a few years to track down the owner so that they can return that change and not be in violation of stealing from them. And they figured out that the owner passed away, but the son lives here in Boca. I happen to know who that is. Asked if we could put them in contact. Wants to pay back the extra change they got in the 1990s. Such a beautiful gesture. It restored my faith in humanity. So that's what the Ramchal is saying. That degree of honesty and integrity, not to cut corners, not to say, ah, it's a rounding error, they won't miss it, they won't care, they close down, but to be able to realize it's a reflection on us, on our character, on our honesty, and on our integrity, not only because there may be a victim, but because of who we aspire to be. The Ramchal continues, Hine Abba Chilkia, excuse me, Abba Chilkia, Afilu Shalom, Laheshev, Latamidi Chachamim, Shenasna Lo Shalom. The standard is so high. When you're working for someone and they've hired you to do a job, Abba Chilkia wouldn't even, a Tamachacham would walk by and say, Shalom Aleichem, Vasmachstu. Hi, how are you? What's doing? He wouldn't respond. His head was down. He was focused. He was invested in whatever he was hired to do. Because if he'd lift his head, if he'd engage in a conversation with another, that was at the expense of the balabais of the employer. He'd have to work an extra hour, come back another day. That would cut out of the money of the employer. And so scrupulous, so vigilant was he in his standards, he didn't even answer, The Sefer, the author of the Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, who has a Sefer on Mesilis Hashem, explains. He says, you know, we often make the mistake of thinking that the world revolves around us. So we're hired for a job, and all we calculate and all we care about is, what's the compensation and what are the benefits? How much time off? You're going to cover my cell phone. 
unlimited data. All we want to know, do you ever provide lunch? What's your policy on holidays? Can I go home early on Friday? Everything has to do with what we can get out of the job. But do we ever stop and think about what we have to put into the job? What we're receiving that in compensation for? And therefore, if we, in fact, are distracted or we're exhausted and we don't give our best selves to the work that we've been paid to do, there is a victim, there's an injured party. The employer, the company, the corporation, the stockholders, our clients, our customers, our mispalalim, whomever it is, there are victims, there are injured parties. It's not only about us. And therefore, Abba Chilki understood that standard was so high. He wouldn't interrupt, he gave everything. That's the degree of honesty and integrity that's asked of us, to be so vigilant and so scrupulous. How could he do that, though? We know the Gemara and Brachos, those learning the Daf, Davav, tells us the story that a person who doesn't answer, reciprocate when they receive a greeting. Someone gives them a Shalom Aleichem, and they don't respond, Shalom. So that person is, the Gemara says, Shalom B'Shalom Chavir Ve'ina Onelo Nikra Gazlan. Somebody says, hello, good morning, and you walk right by them, You've made a chil Hashem, you're a lowlife, you hurt our community, you are cold and callous, but you're also a gazlan. You've stolen. What have you stolen from them? You've stolen their gesture, their bid for connection, their effort. When someone says shalom, they're trying to be your chaver, a chaver is milash and chibur. Someone trying to be your friend is trying to make a chibur, is trying to make a connection. Maybe they're lonely. Maybe they feel isolated. Maybe they seek companionship. Maybe they need friendship, support, love. And they said hello. They put themselves out. They left their comfort zone. They had the courage to say, Shalom Aleichem, to say hello. And when you ignore and walk away, you're a goslin. You've stolen that bid for connection. You've stolen that effort. So how can Abba Chilkiya not respond? Somebody said, Shalom. Didn't the Gemara say that to not reciprocate, to not answer? You're a goslin. You're a thief. How is that possible? So the Bavavi answers. In the moment he was working, Abba Chilkiya said, that individual offered a gesture, they tried to make a chibur, a connection with me. But while I'm working for someone else, there is no me. I don't exist independently. This is not a time that I accept a friendship on Facebook. This is not a time that I see how many followers I have on Twitter. This is not a time that I go check in on social media because while I am, so to say, obligated to the balabas, while I'm obligated to my employer, there is no me. There's no my interest, there's no my friendships, and therefore, he wasn't stealing from the one who said Shalom because he didn't exist in that moment. He was nullified. He was bottle to the Balabayas to whom he owed his time because he was employed. Yaakov Avinu, all of Shalom, Yaakov Avinu was the master of this. The Rambam calls in, in, uh, in his Mishnah Torah, the Rambam calls Yaakov, Yaakov Atzadik. Not Yosef Atzadik. He calls Yaakov the righteous. In what context does he call Yaakov the righteous? In Hilchas Socherim, in Hilchas, the halachas that have to do with employment. And why does he call Yaakov, Yaakov HaTzadik, the righteous? Because Yaakov was vigilant in the work that he owed others. He didn't cut corners. In fact, he allowed himself to be taken advantage of rather than the opposite. That's the degree that we have to be present and careful. And all of this by way of the Ramchal is not just lecturing us about honesty and integrity, though it's always good to review. The Ramchal is bringing it up in the context that we should mold and shape ourselves into the type of people that we're never tempted to cut corners, that it's not a havamina, that we would never consider it. Honesty and integrity are our name, they're our reputation. It's the signature of Hashem and it should be our stamp and our, our insignia as well. People should look and know, not even to try to challenge us, it would never happen. Nikias, we should purge from ourselves any ability 
to distort the truth whatsoever. Ad kedekach, that is a level of vigilance that is required. Here is the principle. The rule is that whatever work a person has been hired to do for another, it's as if you've sold those hours to the other person. There is no you in those hours and at that time. You don't have a right and you need to get permission if you're going to. Don't assume. I assume they wouldn't care if I went on social media. I assume they wouldn't care if I watched this hilarious YouTube video of fails that my friend texted me. I assume they wouldn't care if I check in on the news or the stock or the hearings or the sports scores or the weather every four minutes. You can't assume anything. If you don't get permission and you don't ask and you don't know that you're entitled, then you've stolen. You've stolen. Unintentionally, <clears throat> you didn't put your hand in someone else's pocket, but essentially you have. There is a victim. You have injured the other. Shanemar Zechernel of Rachas, Gomer Bab Metziah says, Schirus Mechira Liyome. Schirus, one who hires himself out a day work, sells themselves for the day. And whatever you take, you've stolen. And if the employer doesn't forgive, if the employer is not willing to forego, then you've stolen. You'd have to, 20 years later, call the rabbi and find out your employer where they live and say, you know, I once saw a cookie sitting there. I once went on social media. I once made extra copies in the copy machine. I once took some pens and notebooks home to my kids in September when school was starting. If we don't give our all, you stayed up binge watching till three in the morning because one episode led to another. And the next day you were half asleep at work or you pulled that move, which I won't say in a shul where you go and close a little door and take a little nap. You pulled a move in order to be able to chap a drimmel, a shluf at work. You've stolen. You were hired to be there and to give it your all and to have your maximum energy. So all of this is to orient ourselves to realize that the Ben Torah, the Bas Torah, the person who's on the path to perfection, who's looking towards personal growth, the person who wants to best emulate the Almighty, the one who's trying to be the best version of themselves, gives all of themselves as entirely present and there with all they've got, is living with a level of vigilance and care and concern, never to cut corners. This is amazing. Listen to what the Ramchal writes. If you did a mitzvah, So your boss comes in and says, what, what, what happened? I thought the report was going to be done or I needed you there. You say, I got caught up the last hour. I made the most amazing shidduch. It took me forever because it's almost impossible to convince people to go out these days. It's like a CIA interrogation. But I went through the resumes and I matched them up and I went through the interrogation and they agreed to go out. Could you believe it, boss? What a mitzvah I did. Says the Ramchal. It's not a mitzvah at all. You did the mitzvah on someone else's cheshben. The mitzvah comes after work and the mitzvah comes before work or the mitzvah comes on your lunch hour or the mitzvah comes with permission from your boss. But if you're hired to do a job, there is no you. You have no discretion. Ain't Avera mitzvah. Because doing an Avera can't be a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah baba Avera. You made that shidduch or you set up that meal or you did that wonderful thing. You went on that GoFundMe and you gave tzedakah and you think that the seven seconds it took to pay the GoFundMe, oh, what a grace at tzaddik, look at the mitzvah I did. No, says Ramchal. You did it on the cheshman of someone else. Uksiv sonei gazal ba'ola. If you steal wheat and then you grind it and you, what do you do with it afterwards? Knead it and then you bake it 
And then you separate challah, and a crowd gathers, and you make a big bracha, and the challah is in the schus of all these people. You didn't do a mitzvah, eliminate. What you did is terrible. You're a thief. If I steal a lulav and then I shake it, did I do a mitzvah? Hashem says, buddy, I appreciate the effort with the lulav, but you stole to get it. So what's the difference, says Ramchal, if you steal an object to do a mitzvah or you stole time from someone in order to use that time to do a mitzvah? So the level of vigilance with which we have to live, the level of consciousness and mindfulness with which we have to practice in order to ensure that our time that we owe others is true. And we'll continue with the Ramchal, for if Tzaddik understands, this is not only true towards our physical, human employers, clients, customers, those to whom we're obligated, but who is our greatest boss of all? The Abishter, the Almighty, to him we owe all of our energy and all of our time, and when we misuse it and abuse it, misuse and abuse the blessings, the opportunities, and our time, then we've stolen from him. He says, I didn't put you down here on earth to waste your time doing that. It doesn't mean we're not allowed to have recreation and entertainment and fun. It doesn't mean sometimes we don't need to relax and vacation and nap. That's all built in, just like it is at work. It's built into the work we owe Hashem. But when we're supposed to be working for him, meaning live the lives that he intends for us, and instead we deviate and we take the lazy way out and we forfeit or concede the things of the people we're supposed to be, then we've stolen from him. Not an object, but stealing time and blessings and energy is also a form of stealing and stops us from being the best version of ourselves. Have a phenomenal day.